0: Hi ladies, I'm Henri and I'm Blanca, and this is the MEOW podcast. MEOW stands for My Empowerment of Women and is a show dedicated to encouraging women to live empowered lives through storytelling.
1: We are here to inspire women by advocating self-love, self-realization, self-development, mental health, and entrepreneurship. It's a platform for all women to find purpose and share their stories. Join us bi-weekly as we sit down and have heartfelt conversations that spark curiosity and inform you while we have some fun. Stay tuned, ladies.
0: Hey, ladies. Welcome back to our part two episode for scarcity mindset versus abundance mindset. So in the last episode, we kind of discussed what scarcity mindset is, as well as like learning how to define abundance for yourself. And kind of to give a wrap up, I'm going to say what a scarcity mindset is. And it is pervasive feeling of not having enough, whether that be time, money, connection. So you're coming from a place of lack
1: mm-hmm. and
0: going into like a abundance mindset. This means that embracing the opposite. So the an abundance or a growth mindset, and it leads to benefits such as increased performance and more malleability in the brain and you know, this also helps us like have that dopamine hit and -hmm. we're able to take risks and successfully complete them. And when we're in the scarcity mindset, you're kind of just like sitting there in doubt and fear in a place of, yeah. And in a place of fear and unable to move forward and complete any tasks.
1: So today we're just going to go through examples on how to switch, switch your mindset. So let's start with the first
0: one. There will never be enough. Versus there will always be more. And you know what this reminds me of? Mm -hmm. A cup half full or what is that saying? A cup half full or a cup half empty mentality. Yeah, like that's literally it. And we're trying to look at the cup as if there's a bunch of stuff in there, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And when you're actually saying like, there will never be enough for me. Mm -hmm. Like you're kind of setting yourself up for that you are like, not seeing those possibilities that are out there for you
1: there will never be enough versus there will always be more i think that that's just like really important in everything not just like abundance but also in like people in dating you can't get stuck on those mindsets where you think that like that's the only thing you're ever going to get because it's absolutely not true
0: i also wanted to kind of give another example of like a scarcity mindset versus abundance mindset Mm -hmm. and the scarcity mindset is competing to stay on top versus abundance mindset is collaborating to stay on top so one way is kind of like looking at it as if it's only you and like you know coming you know coming from a place as if you're the solo player like you're a lone wolf versus when you have the abundance mindset you see that there's others that's around you that you're able to collaborate together for success and come from a place of abundance
1: yes I don't know about you but I've had issues with like girlfriends who are competitive with you i hate when people are like that people who are like always competing for attention or competing for like to be the number one i'm just like you're competing by yourself because nobody's out here competing with you the only person that you're in competition with is yourself who you were yesterday so if you are always competing with the people around you then you're kind of pushing people away you know because you become like i feel like people who are like that they can, they have like, they have like a very volatile um, type of personality. Yeah. And it's
0: also interesting because a third one that we're going to get into is like actually resenting competition versus competing to stay on top. But this also like kind of goes into the opposite, which is that abundance mindset of like sharing knowledge. So like mm-hmm. when you're, it's either you're really competing just for yourself and like coming from a scarcity, you're unable to share this win and When you're resenting competition, you're unable to like share knowledge and kind of
1: really bring in more of a fulfillment in your life. Sometimes people like to gatekeep things, like they like to keep it to themselves and they don't want to share it because they think that if you know one of their little secrets, then you're going to somehow take away opportunity from them. And one of the best examples that I have of someone who is very abundant with the way that she leads with her business is melissa her create your phases she basically teaches people like the formula to her art pieces and i remember i asked her when i first met her aren't you scared of like sharing your your formula to your art pieces that somebody might take it and and start creating their own because she's been like only going up since the day that we've met her she's like no i don't feel any fear of sharing with the world how i create my art pieces because they're still mine and only i am uniquely making them the way that I make them and so yes maybe somebody might follow the formula that I have but they will never be like mine because I made these and I made them with the you know what I mean and yeah I think that that is like something that really inspires me every day when I that friendship with her is that she is just so generous with her with her art, that's something that I, when I wanted to start the podcast and share everything that I have learned throughout my healing journey, I did it because I wanted to share this knowledge that has been so like impactful for me. And I know that, you know, not everybody likes to read and not everybody like likes to dissect, you know, information the way that we do. And we share this because we hope that the way that it's helped us, we can hopefully help other people and I think that when you live your life like that, then the universe will always give back to you in one way or another. You know what yeah. I mean? Instead of coming from a take, take, take um,
0: intention yes. and like take a take perspective, like if you're able to give, 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 you're able to receive much more, but you're not doing it to receive anything in return, but life will actually give you the abundance.
1: I feel like people who are like takers who only want to just like take, 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 take from you or they're always, like, fearful that you're going to take something away from them. I feel like those people are usually people who, I don't know, like, there's something about their energy that is always, they're really uneasy with themselves instead of, like, living life very expansively. Mm -hmm. You know, like, everything that I give will always come back to me in whichever way, in a different form or another. So don't resent competition, like, if anything, I feel like there's like a healthy balance between always wanting to strive to be better but then mm-hmm. also knowing that you don't lose by helping somebody come up as well. The next
0: example is my potential is predetermined versus the my abundance mindset is my effort and attitude determine my abilities. So yes. it's kind of like coming from a place where it's like, oh, my future is predestined. Like, you know, your future is already destined to be like, terrible or something but when you're able to actually create a life for yourself like my effort and attitude determines my abilities to excel in life and being able to create a path for yourself
1: yes I think that the biggest example that I have of this is like my parents the fact that my mom and my dad had the courage to leave a war-stricken country Mm -hmm. and to come here literally with like nothing like dead ass my parents had nothing when they first moved here and if they would have stuck with that mindset well you know I'm just poor this is like the life that I'm predetermined to live I just have to accept it then my family wouldn't be here I wouldn't have the life that I have and so I feel like for me coming from like an inner city being an inner city kid and meeting my mentor in high school who inspired me to want to go to college like I feel like that was like a very impactful period in my life because it made me realize that i'm not my circumstances that if i can imagine the life that i want Mm -hmm. and i keep a good attitude and i um really 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 want something i mean it's not just that you know i mean it's a little bit of luck as well like being lucky and being grateful for that luck but then also like you know, working really hard, you will find a path for the life that you desire. So you're not stuck in the circumstances that you are. You just really have to like learn to believe in yourself, I think.
0: Yeah, I think believing in yourself is so, so, so important because if you don't, that's where the scarcity comes in, where you're unable to do something, you're making excuses and try to, you're kind of feeding into that lack mindset. And another example is like, telling yourself like i will never be rich due to you know your upbringing or the relationship you have with your money when an abundance mindset will always be like i can make as much money as i want like yeah like okay you're making this much money but you could be doing something else to make much more money you can come from a place of like abundance and you're like oh i can do more and like having that confidence
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely we're we're out here start from the bottom now we're here we're here (laughs) but we're making it happen i think that i personally my mom wouldn't let me she literally she wouldn't let me say some of the like if she hears me being negative about things she gets really upset (laughs) she Mm -hmm. has kind of ingrained in my mind that i can create abundance for myself in whatever predicament that i am that i'm in And I feel like, I feel like you were the one who said about the tsunamis is allowing your life to kind of move you through the tsunamis that come in and out. Yeah. So you can create the life that you desire. I, I like to hope so.
0: It's so, it's so interesting how like, you know, when you were going through that, give the best advices or when I'm fucking going through the tsunamis, I'm like falling and i'm just letting it come i'm like you gotta remember emotions are energy just gonna let it through
1: i think that healing poverty mindset is something that we do have to acknowledge though like just being grateful for what you have and then and like going into the next one scarcity mindset is believes times are tough abundance mindset is strives to grow so while i've been going through this experience I literally have been like reading books on changing my mind. I have been like going into deep emotional and like childhood wounds about lack so that I can enter this next chapter where I'm ready to like work hard for the abundance that I want so that I'm ready. So when you have a setback, realizing that it's happening for a reason and it's happening to prepare you for the next thing and really becoming like a learner. We talk about this all the time is that Everything really is about education, honestly, because before we before I went on my mental health healing journey, I didn't know anything about triggers. I didn't know anything about mo- emotional intelligence. I didn't know anything about anything. Yeah. But I literally set that goal for myself. I'm going to heal my mind. And I became obsessed. You know what I mean? So like everything is like about education too. Like if you really, really want something, now we have the internet you can really find ways to yeah. educate
0: yourself yeah if you look up on google um how to get get through tough time they'll probably give you steps too <laughs> exactly.
1: because it's such
0: a fascinating place but it helps you like kind of understand the why you're doing something and yes you know especially if we're only human if we put belief you know if we're believing at times are tough like that's normal when something big happens, but being able to shift our mind like for example you even had that aha moment when your friend talked to you about like hey this isn't a time where you can start fresh like being able to have others that kind of like navigate Remind you me. and you're like oh my gosh that's right like I just need to like strive I just have to like remember this is a time that I can actually pick a new opportunity and go in a different route instead of like a route that I'm so used to taking and I'm so comfortable with
1: I think that sometimes we can also get really stuck on you know social media always highlights people's highs in life you know sometimes it's easy to get lost in social media and think oh my god I'm the only one that goes through hard stuff you know what I mean everybody else has it figured out when really the majority of us nobody knows what the heck they're doing social media glamorizes a lot of things
0: and you know it's a place where people are going to be a little flashy sometimes and if that is something that's gonna bring you from a place of scarcity, that's like the easiest place to start to avoid social media for a month. Like I had to do that for the last three weeks. Um, not just because like the like the scarcity portion, there's just so much shit that's going on in my life that I just don't need distractions for now that I just have to go off social media activity for like a month. But you know, if, if there is some aspect that you can control in order for you to get to your goals and get out of your mind, mm-hmm. then go for it. So coming from a scarcity mindset would be dreams but doesn't act. But then coming from a place of abundance is dreams big and it's goal-oriented. And the reason why it kind of connects with what I was saying earlier about implementing something that you know you can do at the moment, although this one is about dreams, if you know there is a way that you can like kind of force yourself to like not take part in social media or, you know, make plans that make you go work out or things that you want to like really Initiate and go for. It's Mm -hmm. about being able to be goal-oriented and taking that big step forward to be coming from a place of abundance.
1: Yes. And starting off with little things like I don't know, like I have dreams but does doesn't act. I think that a lot of people get really stuck in fear of not of seeming foolish around other people. But really I think a lot of this is like really not caring about what other people think and following the things that make you feel good and excite you and doing things just for like the fun of it you know yeah like i have i have a lot of we have a lot of dreams but we just take them one step at a time and if it brings us joy then we do them yeah and the
0: (laughs) next one is fears of change like you're afraid of things changing but then for abundance, you're like, oh my gosh, like things are changing in my life. I'm, I'm freaking excited. It takes ownership of that change and, you know, really, really embracing it.
1: This reminds me of, remember when I sent you that very dramatic voice message? And no, I was it's like- not
0: dramatic.
1: <laughs> it's normal. It's normal to
0: not be normal and not be perfect all the time. That's a part of the human experience. And like, being afraid is a natural reaction and being able to fight it and creating that a habit where you're like okay being uncomfortable is -hmm. like a big milestone and no nobody's perfect dude everybody gets scared and that's a fact people preach it all the time to be like okay like when you're feeling fear don't feel that don't be afraid like be excited about the change like but it is kind of scary oftentimes it's nerve-wracking you're so used to one thing and like something dramatic like something big happens you have to make a life-changing decision Mm -hmm. it's normal to be like scared and being like what the fuck right Mm but (laughs) but like you know you're gonna come to a point where you're like okay this change is inevitable and like i just have to embrace it and enjoy it period
1: yes i think getting uncomfortable with being uncomfortable but easier said than done obviously but i also think that If you're not changing and you're not growing, then you're not really living. Because imagine living a life where you do the same thing for like 100 years. Yeah. Scarcity mindset is failure is the limit of my abilities. Abundance mindset is failure is an opportunity to grow and improve. This is a big one.
0: You know, our fear mentality and those things kick in because we're afraid of failing. Being able to recognize that like, if there's a time when you feel like you are facing a failure it's actually not a failure and it's an opportunity to grow and improve maybe even change direction
1: yes and you know any time that i've been through like a setback the next thing is like always so amazing it's not even funny mm-hmm. because what i'm going through right now is kind of deja vu to mm-hmm. and i remember thinking like oh my god i don't know if my life is ever going to get better than this and then you know finally having that breakthrough And then moving out to California and like meeting, finding some really amazing friends, having some really amazing experiences. So sometimes, and you know, when you, sometimes when you get out of a really serious relationship that feels like a failure because you put so much time into this one person that in itself was a blessing in disguise for me, you know, because I, you know, what I'm trying to say is that sometimes right before your big breakthrough, it can kind of feel like you're in a failure position because you kind of feel like you're going a couple steps back but really it's just like an experience is kind of catapulting you into like this new reality so never taking our failures as a definitive moment in our life
0: yeah taking it with a grain of salt because there's probably so many times in your life too that you felt like you're a failure, but you were able to come through and you're like, Oh my gosh, like I learned something from that.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It was like that little rubber band moment right before like you get hit into like a new experience. Yeah, a new... slingshot, slingshot. Yes, rubber it's band like the, slingshot. <laughs> it's like the calm before the storm.
0: Yeah, like you can use your thong and boom. <laughs> <laughs> I used to call it thong slingshots. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So anytime that I've had like a failure or something that feels like, oh my God, this is so dramatic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you just gotta wait for all the good to come out. You just, you just experience it and let those emotions come up. but good things come out of it.
1: You just gotta ride the wave. Yeah. Uh. Next we have scarcity mindset. I'm either good at it or I'm not. Abundance mindset is I can learn to do anything. So this one is about. I think healing our perfectionism tendencies, like if you have like a perfectionistic mindset, sometimes that can prevent us from even trying to do anything. Like because you're already kind of limiting yourself because you're like, I already know I'm good at it. Or, I'm already
0: like you think you're already going to be bad at it and kind of like limiting exactly. yourself from opportunities.
1: Ex- exactly. Like you're making assumptions. So you're not even allowing yourself like a full chance.
0: Yeah. And I feel like this one is kind of going into like hand in hand with like the next one, which is thinking small versus thinking big. Like if you're saying I'm either good at it or I'm not, you're like thinking small that like, you're like, I'm unable to do st- Like you're already making a decision. Like I'm unable to do something. And versus like when you're thinking big, like you can learn to do anything and you're kind of expanding that horizon.
1: Yes, I think I read a quote once that said somebody who thinks that they can win and somebody who thinks that they can fail, like both are right. Like you are what you believe. We encourage just having like the spirit of a learner and like the spirit of a child where doing things just out of the pure curiosity. We just had that article released for our for our podcast and for the meetups that we did and we could have easily just never even have tried yeah we could have just not responded to that email exactly exactly so just give yourself a chance you never know what could happen yeah so the next one is feels judged by feedback and criticism versus feedback is constructive and welcomed
0: yeah, I think this is a big one. Like, I feel like feedback tends to, like, destroy us. I mean, I like, even nowadays, like, I feel like everybody has a hard time hearing feedback, whether it's big or small. Mm-hmm. And, like, being able to, like, take that moment to kind of sink it in, to know that it's um, constructive and, you know, something that you're going to help you grow is so, so, so important for, like, personal growth. But I do understand with feedback if people are giving you feedback that's actually not constructive, then that's another story. But
1: one hundred percent, it's really like a balance, and also like tell to your own self confidence. I personally don't mind criticism because I think that I'm always in the self I'm in the self development journey, so I'm always seeking to become better than I was yesterday it really just depends on the delivery of the person and their intentions behind it. But I think that becoming comfortable with criticism is really important because I think a lot of the times we have a perfectionistic mind. And so when we value other people's opinions to an excessive amount, so we want other people to see us as perfect. And when in reality, what you should be striving for is to accept that you are flawed and that you're not perfect and that you're always growing and learning and that way when somebody brings you feedback you either are like it either gives you an aha moment like oh yeah yeah, that actually that is something that i should work on or i'm working on it but also like if you're confident and somebody gives you some like bs criticism you're just like that's trash like that's not true you know what i mean so it's really just like a balance (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I think that's so huge. I feel like feedback is so, so important because even at work, I started doing like one on one, like monthly one on ones to really, really like get that feedback to in order to grow. And I think, you know, if you're able to take all that feedback and like instead of taking it personally and like learn from it, Mm -hmm. that's a big, big, you know, step into your future, being able to like work in a group and like always like working on like always doing self work
1: absolutely you have to be living that self-develop if you're not living that self-development life what are you doing (laughs) yeah and going into the next one
0: it is the scarcity mindset would be I stick only to what I know and the next thing is I like to try new things I feel like this is also like trying new foods I know this one might be like not as deep but like Uh it's like being like, I'm only eating noodles because that's what I know and that's what I think is good. And then mm-hmm. trying new things, you're like, oh my gosh, I actually I like, I like, you know, different types of noodles and like learning that you actually can eat seafood or expanding the horizon again. I know, I know that wasn't as deep. I was, that's what I thought of the first thing I heard this.
1: Sometimes I think that we get really stuck on comfort. Like I definitely can be like that sometimes too, especially with work where i've just been so stuck on this is what i've been doing for so long this is what i should but it clearly this isn't the path for me because if it was then i would have been successful at it but maybe opening up my perspective as like maybe i can try something else something that i've never done before
0: yeah
1: and being open to starting off entry level and something that i've never done before but that has the potential for a lot of growth for me you know what i mean mm-hmm. so not limiting yourself to what you know because you don't know what you could be good at if you haven't tried it yet yeah
0: and also like being able to raise your hand instead of being like this is what I this is all I know because even at work that everybody asks like okay did anyone do affiliate marketing or something like that and for me it's like okay I've done it but like it's not like my area of expertise but then boom they were like can you be the person that like does affiliate marketing for our company and I was like so, like, raising your hand and, like, instead of just, like, sticking to the things that only you know, like, you're good at, being able mm-hmm. to, like, learn about something new and it creates a whole new dimension, like, especially in career.
1: Scarcity mindset. Think short-term versus thinks long-term. That's so, that's so
0: big because oftentimes, like, you're thinking for a short-term solution instead of, like, really tackling it to be, like, okay, what can I do for the long run to set myself up for success?
1: exactly exactly and this is what you and i are kind of realizing yeah i know we're like moving into our big girl mind and we're really thinking about like okay are the career decisions that i'm making setting me up for the long-term success that i want to see in my life and for the future responsibilities that are going to happen in my life i think that this is really just like a big shift for me moving from in the past taking jobs that were where I was just like, oh, I'm just going to take this job because it pays the bills. Yeah, but not because I was focused on other things. And now I really want to make sure that I get a job that I can really grow in that company in and make sure that it's like good for the long term of my life. So this is like this is a big that kind of I feel like this kind of makes me feel good because it means that I actually am changing. Yeah. Yeah. And even
0: for me, like, I was thinking short-term goals within, like, you know, things I can change day by day. But, like, thinking long-term and, like, how it would impact myself is, like, thinking even deeper into how you want your life to be within, like, three years or thinking more instead of, like, just short-term. But I do believe these short-term, like, changes and habits that you create does contribute to the big goals, so if you even if you have short goals like thinking about that long-term goal and how it's going to affect you in the long run
1: so next for scarcity mindset is criticizes versus praises and embraces what do you think about that
0: yeah i feel like if you're being like self-critical and you're criticizing every little thing you're coming from a lack mentality like if someone does something good to you and you're like criticizing it or if you do something well and you're also criticizing yourself. Then you don't have that moment to actually like praise and embrace and really enjoy that goal that you achieved or, you know, something good that you actually heard is, you know, being like, oh, I could have done something better, although you did something good. Like, no, embrace it, praise it, and let's get to the next thing and embrace that abundance.
1: So I actually really like this one because I think that when we are always criticizing ourselves and always criticizing anything that we do I think that we also are like that to the world have you ever been around friendships where like they're always criticizing you always finding like something wrong that you did yeah um, always forgetting like all of the good stuff that you've done for them you know what I mean like if you're somebody who's always just living in that like lack mentality and Mm -hmm. like always trying to find faults in people yeah then like you're kind of like it. You're kind of like a buzzkill. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Then you don't learn to appreciate people and see like what you have right in front of you.
0: Yeah, and you're also learning. Like I think life also gets much better too. Like what it, how people like interact
1: with you and like treat you is a reflection of themselves. Remembering that if you're constantly criticizing yourself and you're constantly finding fault in everything, then you're not being present and enjoying all of the good things that are happening. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Next is complains about problems versus find solutions and solves problems. Oh my God. I used to do this
0: all the time where like in high school, I was always complaining about like things. Yes. But mm-hmm. then as you get grow older, you learn, you hang out with new types of people. And you just learn more about yourself that there are solutions. And,
1: you know, life becomes easier when you can actually contribute to finding the solutions yourself. Being a verbalizer is something I've had to really work on. Yeah. Because when I tell you I can complain about things, like, I can deadass complain about things.
0: (laughs) I think the easiest way out is to complain about something.
1: That's the, yes, exactly. Because you could literally sit there and and if you don't have somebody who's kind of checking you, Mm. who's also, have you ever paired up with somebody and you're both just freaking complaining nonstop? Yeah it's that's a terrible cycle i mean i've even had a friend that like
0: you know i've been that friend or i've had a friend check me like hey we're going around in circles like we can't find a solution to this like you are right you're right
1: getting out of rumination
0: but there was one time like i was talking about like a conflict not about like life and friends i was frustrated about like a previous work like previous client that i had Mm. and i was like you know i was like these are some of the concerns i have and ben literally was like "Henry, let's list out your problems on on the notes notes app on the laptop so I started listing a bullet of like my concerns within like this client and Ben was like okay let's ca- let's categorize these questions these these concerns into different categories and let's form an email with solutions to each And I thought that was brilliant to the client I love that <laughs> yeah and like look at that, Ben out here <laughs> yeah Ben is so smart but like things like that like You know, you are able to find the solution and you feel empowered. You're like, oh my gosh, like by the time I sent that to the client, the client was like, oh my gosh, this is what we were worried about. You're giving us more like insight and things that I could do, we could do as a team to like combat it. And like it was so, so, so powerful.
1: This is like a hard place to be because you don't even know that you're doing it. You're dead ass just like in like a cycle. But if you can snap out of it and realize that you can empower yourself and that solutions will come, if you give yourself the space to find Mm -hmm. clarity and then honoring the parts where you do have to do a little bit of purging like it's okay but then also like keeping in mind okay how can I get myself out of this how can I move on to the next thing of finding clarity learns as a means to an end versus a lifelong learner is just knowing that you don't know it all and that every day you can learn something new you know what I mean I think that if you limit yourself into thinking that you already know it all and that Whenever you come to a roadblock, oh, I just have to learn this new thing that you, I don't know. I just feel like I'm, I'm a learner, so I'm always reading and I'm yeah. always finding think, ways to expand my brain. Yeah. It also comes to like
0: when employees are looking for a new hire they're you know, yeah. usually they're looking for student mentality where they're like coming from a state of like being able to adapt and learn and they're like a sponge. Yeah. And like, you know, there's always ways to learn and that's fun part about life. And if you think if once you, once you learn, that's it, you're not going to learn something new I think that is a restricting views.
1: Next would be threatened by other success versus inspired by other success. Oh my gosh. This is such an important mindset switch. Yeah. To change because you cannot, I cannot have hater friends. I've had hater friends. i've had hater friends and those people are those kinds of people are dangerous
0: yeah and i feel like especially like when you're learning from other successes like even reading a book or learning from a friend's story you're able to be inspired to maybe do thing on do things on your own and this also reminds me of like melissa she's like not threatened about other people's success or like even giving away her artwork like this is how we do it like she makes people inspired. like hey i want to do i want to create and not necessarily scaling the concept but people want to like successful in a way that's inspiring other people
1: period you cannot be out here threatened by other people's success you need to which is what we push upon in this on this podcast is to be a source of inspiration and be inspired i think that when you push away people that are like for example like if you have a friend who let's say for me like right now like Let's say you're getting a promotion and I'm, oh, you did, you did just get a promotion and I'm out here being a hater. Yeah. I think that that's pushing away positive energy. Yeah. Because instead of embracing the fact that my friend's winning and being like, okay, my friend's winning, that means that I'm in the energy. Yeah. I'm in the vicinity of success. That means that I'm close to that as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. i think being a hate like if you have a hater mindset yeah you... i feel like
0: you know negative vibes like attract negative vibrations yeah the first one was threatened by others success and then the uh-huh. second that the one that we're reading now is blames others for setbacks you're i think this one kind of like goes back and back with like these two um scarcity mindsets where you're like looking at other people and you're not focused on yourself and like yes you're not focused on your own sauce yeah and like <laughs> for the abundance for this one it just takes responsibility to put responsibility to do better next time so mm-hmm. like instead of like blaming other people for like what didn't happen like looking at it and like seeing how you can do
1: better so that you can take the win next time or you can achieve success. We tend to project. I think that the biggest moment of growth is when we can take responsibility for our choices and mm-hmm. for the decisions that we've made and that we've made maybe some lousy ones, but that we can make a new decision and we can start again, you know. Yeah. So taking responsibility for the things that we've done and then choosing to 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 move differently, moving forward and there's nothing wrong with that definitely being able to be happy for others is an abundance mindset. I think everybody should work on that and to some degree is being happy for others, like be happy for other people's success and know that if you're in the vicinity of success, that means that you can attract that as well. And going into the next
0: one, it is when you're discouraged by mistakes. And when you're discouraged by mistakes, you're coming from a place of lack because you're not thinking of it like an like an opportunity to like actually reflect on the mistake and it wasn't a mistake like it's something that you can learn from to like do right the next time but that's such an exciting moment right where you can like take the mistake really sink it in reflect on it and as I say that the abundance for this is uses mistakes to reflect with you and go again I feel like it's so important to have that drive where like yes you made a mistake and you're gonna be like I'm not gonna do it again Mm-hmm. Or I think it also depends on the type of mistake, but it's if it's like a route where it's like something that's going to be empowering to you, they're going to keep going until you make it right again.
1: The psychology of money. He talks about how people who are really successful go through like they they have a lot of faith, like before they get to like their big breakthrough, they all have like a series of failures, but each one like encourage them to find the next opportunity. Or how a lot of people who have like, that are really wealthy, had like periods in their life where they lost everything. Yeah. And because they already had it in them that they knew that they knew how to make that abundance, they were just like, oh, well, this is just going to, this mistake is just going to prepare me to solidify the other one and not make the same mistakes that I made. Don't be afraid of making mistakes and having to start over. It's just a part of life. Yeah. Definitely. Like I think about that all the time. Like, you know, I feel like the
0: moment that you feel like, you know, you feel like giving everything up, that's a darkening of the soul, mm-hmm. and like really unshedding all of that to become the new you and keep going is so so important.
1: Period. The the next one for scarcity mindset is the more I give, the less I have, versus the more I give, the more I receive. I've always had this mindset. I've yeah. never been a stingy person. Yeah, never be stingy. And I feel like this one was kind of
0: um similar to what we had earlier too. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about like when you're coming from a place of like give, give, give versus yes. take, take, take. Um, This is kind of like reiterating. Like the more you give out, the more you receive. But you're actually like doing
1: things not with the intention to receive more in return. That's the key though. That's the key. Yes, that's the key is to not give with the ulterior motive of oh well if i give then they have to give back to me yeah because i think that for the biggest example that i have for this is like my mom my mom both of my parents they are very generous people and they've helped so many people that growing up they just always instilled in me that there's always a way to help the people around and especially those that are coming right behind us like to remember to 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 be gracious and to be um, generous and that, that will always come back to you. And so I think that people who live in that really stingy mindset, they're really limiting themselves because yeah, they don't believe that the good that they do will come back to them or they do it again with like an ulterior motive.
0: That's never a good place to be in because life bites you right back. If we're just doing it with a ulterior motive, I think doing good is good because people are not just people are seeing it. It's like literally shows it comes back. And 100%. Yeah. I'm going into the next one. The scarcity mentality is when you feel entitled and fearful
1: and versus when you could be feeling thankful and confident. Coming from a place of entitlement is setting yourself up for like misery because when you don't get what you think you deserve, then you live very, I think it's like a very like miserable life you know what i mean yeah because then i also think that you lack um self-awareness in the way that you treat others i feel like it's also
0: like you're kind of selfish right if you're not able to take the moment to reflect you know you're just feeling like you did all the work like feeling entitled like this is where i should be you know instead of kind of taking a look around you and coming from a place of abundance like hey i'm here because of these other people
1: yes i wanted to talk about push a little bit on that selfishness gosh i've met some really selfish people in my life and the entitlement that they have just focusing on their needs being met i think that that is a really sad life to Mm -hmm. live because you don't care who you kind of have to trample over to get what you want and i believe in karma so you're going to get your karma.
0: <laughs> yeah, and no, I agree with that. And for the last example, a scarcity mindset, it's someone that wants instant grat- gratification. Then we all want that do- dopamine hit though. A person that's coming from abundance mindset, it's waits for better things in the future. So thinking long-term once again.
1: With wanting instant gratification, I think that this is like something that people in our generation have to deal with because mm-hmm. we live in a social we live in the social media age overshare our lives or overshare the good things of that t- that are happening in our life or we do things from a place of entitlement or wanting that instant gratification without doing like the work yeah then that can kind of set you up for disappointment because when you're not getting that constant validation that what you're doing is fine living your life in a way that's like I'm doing things because I enjoy them and I love trying this and it brings me joy, then that gratification will eventually come, I think, but just being patient and not really doing those things for that in the first place. Mm -hmm. And I just think about this, like in general, I feel like going back to like a
0: scarcity mindset versus living a life that's more abundant and coming from an abundant mentality. It starts with having a great intention and self-awareness, all of these. Like I'm just looking at all these examples and that's what it leads to like abundance is like thinking long-term, setting those intentions and really working on it. Yeah. And I really hope that this podcast episode, this part two helped you kind of see the difference between coming from a scarcity mindset versus going into abundance mindset. And we hope to inspire you to even make that change or, you know, even go through those changes with us
1: yes that you definitely can get out of those negative mindset loops. know that you can start living a more positive life with just a little bit of gratitude the right episodes part
0: one part two and uh, we really hope shifts your mind into making a more positive
1: and empowering decisions in your life yes and we hope you enjoyed this episode and we hope we left you a little bit more inspired bye guys bye, bye.